We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Good morning and welcome. 907 Time Check. Brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. All right, fourth and final hour of our get-together. We call it the 9 o'clock stretch. Biggest story of the day, Al Zwahiri is dead. He is the terrorist help with the uh, 9-11 planning. He was the top dog in Al-Qaeda. And we took him out with uh, a couple of Hellfire uh, uh, missiles with blades on him. And, uh, yeah, so as far as we know, he's done. And that's a good thing. Locally, though, we have some controversial issues that uh, the folks are dealing with. Joining us now, he's the head of the Republican Executive Committee and former mayor of Gainesville, Ed Braddy. Good morning, Ed. How you doing? Morning, Bob. How are you? I'm well. Uh, well. Fantastic. Thank you for asking. Uh, as you know, they're attempting in the city of Gainesville to upzone, take a half-acre lot, put two quads on it. Boom, you got eight families where there used to be one living, but he knows it'll change the neighborhood. They try to sell it as affordable housing. I think that falls a little short, probably. But the Alachua County commissioners unanimously voted to oppose such a change. So what happens? Who wins this, the city of Gainesville or the county? Well, um, unfortunately, it's not a binding decision uh, by the county, meaning the county cannot preempt the city of Gainesville from moving forward. They still have a meeting planned for Thursday, this Thursday, uh, where they think they have the vote to continue to, you know, do this to destroy single-family neighborhoods in the city of Gainesville. So it was really a statement of, of protest by the county commission which is a surprise because usually they've been hand in glove with the county or i'm sorry with the city of gainesville so it's pretty bold that they stood you know that they have uh, essentially stood against the city of gainesville on this what irritates me is that it sounds like the city already made up their mind and this isn't the first time obviously but you know so they allow people to come and speak um on these issues because they have to allow for public comment but when their minds are already made up um, it, it sounds like a big waste of time. They, they already made up their minds in the city commission what they wanted to do. Um, so, I mean, what happens? What if somebody makes some really compelling arguments? It doesn't matter, does it? Well, yeah, you hate to, you hate to come to that conclusion, but the way the city government has sort of reconfigured public comment uh, pretty much does suggest that they don't really want to hear from the public, that no matter how compelling your cases, uh, they they really just don't want to tolerate it. Even if you just wanted to, you know, sort of the proverbial go down and shake your fist at City Hall, they don't even want to permit that. And so it's a First Amendment restriction in that regard. Uh, but what's interesting, Bob, is that the city commissioners who seem most strident in favor of destroying single-family homes are the ones who are not facing the voters. Um, this is this is not a new subject. It's definitely new to Gainesville, but I always find it amusing when our progressive leaders act like they've discovered the great solution to all of our problems. But, you know, if you follow other 
progressive cities like whether it's Portland or Austin or you know you name it San Francisco there's been a war on single family homes for at least a generation going way back to when you you got started up here in Gainesville and I was just a lowly city commissioner uh, so we've known this all the time now they're using the excuse of well this is about affordable housing well it's never been about affordable housing so uh, at any time the term limited city commissioners could have introduced this but they didn't they waited till they're safely insulated from the voters and now they're trying to ram it through i I just think it's an act of cowardice it's not an act of boldness well the fact that that this isn't a new concept is a good thing because then we can look at the track record of other cities like portland that have done it and to the best of your knowledge i mean does this ever work out to be (laughs) beneficial to the neighborhood Let's just say this. There ain't no affordable housing in Portland. (laughs) There ain't no affordable housing in Austin. There's none of this is none of this follows uh, logic. Like I said, they're just using, you know, the cause du jour in municipal governments all around the country is housing, you know, affordable housing. And so they're just sort of uh, tagging that on. Uh, What they really want to do is disrupt the single family neighborhood. That's part of the American dream. Survey after survey, if you check any demographic group by whatever you want to use, by race, by, you know, ethnicity, by, uh, you know, experience, anything like that, all a vast majority of people want to live in single-family homes. That's how they've identified it. It's not for everybody. Some people like to be, you know, live in the condos or the apartments. Some people early in their professional life can only afford a smaller multifamily dwelling or whatever. But over time, most people all across the country have identified owning their own home on a small lot as achieving the American dream. If they can do that, they can achieve the American dream. So no wonder progressive leftists hate that idea and they're trying to destroy single family homes as a way to sort of strike back. Well, and, and, and look, what it does is it gives you equity as the real estate market grows. You have equity in that home. You're plugged into the community, so you have, um, you know, uh, care and pride that comes with ownership, so you tend to take better care of your property than if you're uh, renting. And isn't this part of a bigger agenda by the U.N.? They want to turn everybody into renters and not have home or property ownership. Well, yeah, you could, you know, what, what, what do you think makes for a better, more stable community, a a community of homeowners or a community of renters. Again, recognizing that you're going to get both. You're going to get a mix of both. But where's your North Star? Is your North Star uh, uh, allowing the greatest number of people to achieve home ownership or to live in a perpetual rental status where they're dependent on someone else and that's what that's what progressives want unfortunately yeah i mean how do you get ahead financially for most of us you know a, a home is like a, a giant savings plan that we hope that someday it's it's going to pay off with you know with uh, well, it, that's yeah, that's exactly right so for some people this is their retirement plan but you mentioned something else earlier about equity you know at least it was a few years ago and i think it still is the, the number one way a small business gets started is a second mortgage on their home. So a lot of people leverage that to pursue their own dream of being their own boss one day. Wow. Um, and and that's, that's a yet another reason, though, 
that if your progressive mindset wants to foster a dependent class, well, then, then you've got to remove this tool. And uh, the best way to do that is to degrade property value. So, you know, you have a multifamily come in and because, you know, again, there are zoning categories. You and I are both familiar with this. There are zoning categories for multifamily dwellings. Um, for mixed-use dwellings and all that, and it works fine because people know what they're getting. So right. if they want that lifestyle, they move into it full well-knowing. But if you create this uncertainty and turbulence in single-family neighborhoods, it's going to undermine the confidence in the market for single-family zoning, and you're going to see a depreciation of value. But Ed, couldn't you also see a revenue stream increase on the government side because if they put two quads on that same lot – the property taxes for that property is going to be, I would think, substantially higher than for the single-family dwelling. So the city gets a greater revenue stream as a result, too. <laughs> surprise, surprise. <laughs> the government has a vested interest in, uh, in this outcome. Yeah. You, you told <laughs> Not me. Not surprising there. So, but it is surprising that the county stood against the city. So good for them. You know, Ramey Eagle Glenn, uh, the, uh, the latest member of the of the county commission who's running for uh, election in November, seconded the motion. Uh, Ken Cornell uh, made the motion. Um, I think what's happening is they're hearing uh, the frustration by people on the outside because they know county government has historically just sort of rubber stamped what, what the city does and eventually follows what the city does. And um, so, you know, I'm, I'm surprised but very pleased that uh, the Alachua County Commission, um, with Ramey Eagle Glenn as the, the, the lone Republican, did the right thing in this case. Well, we appreciate your insight and your civics lesson for the day, Ed Braddy, but you're you're off the hook for now. We appreciate it. Okay. All right. Well, I appreciate it, Bob. Thank you. Thank you. Ed Braddy, he uh, heads up the Republican Executive Committee in Alachua County, and he's uh, also a former mayor in the city of Gainesville. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now, with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.